We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. This year, love looks a little different. We're still gathering. We're just doing it virtually. And we're still connecting. We're just doing it safely. So whether it's lighting candles over FaceTime, family dinner through Zoom, or opening gifts virtually, traditions can keep us close, even when we can't be together. Stay safe. Stay connected. Think big and plan small this holiday season. Let's save lives, Columbus. They're very we've all round. been to a nude spa together, so we all know what each other's <laughs> boobs look like. Put your pussy lips on live, I give you a thousand dollars. Let's be real. Our most serious conversations happen when we pee together. And whether it's on the phone with your biffle or in a group at a nightclub with your fifth vodka cranberry in hand and makeup looking like a melted clown. Join us, where we create a safe space for those of us who are always asking the questions we've grown up believing everyone around us has figured out, only to realize none of us truly know what the hell is going on. Come along and laugh at us, and we promise we won't take our absurdity personally. I need to pee. Do you need to pee? Will you come with us? One quick detail of housekeeping. Our real names are not Casey, Hayden, and Alexis. We just decided to pick something new because who doesn't always dream of having a totally different name? We felt like it kept us a little bit anonymous in case we talked about some weird shit. We wanted to protect ourselves in case we ever had a future employer ask, what do you do that I don't see on your resume? And we didn't want them to hear about the times that we got lit Lisa on a school night and got naked in a truck with it a dude. A truck. You guys, can someone jump in? All right. <laughs> it's weird. So, growing up, I think I had a little bit of a disadvantage to this trio because I unfortunately grew up, well, not unfortunately, it's pretty freaking cool. I grew up overseas and lived internationally for a very long time. And while I was doing that, Alexis and Hayden got a head start on the friendship and they met when you were how old? Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, cool. Three and a half, four. I don't know. Something around that. I feel like it was three and a half because I moved to Sun Valley when I was three and a half. And I remember that you had to be four to enroll in ballet class, but I wasn't four yet. And I remember saying like, no, it's fine. I'm a really good dancer. I was like a three and a half year old and then convinced them to let me join. And then I remember being at your birthday party, which I was pretty sure, Hayden, that it was your fifth birthday. Here I am just like frolicking around in Russia, not realizing like I'm missing out on my two bestest friends or future bestest friends. Right. <laughs> but finally, I decided oh, to yes. join the pack. And it actually is kind of crazy because I didn't. <laughs> Like when I moved to the US, I actually didn't meet Alexis and Hayden at the same time. I true, met true, them true. separately. And it was kind of as if the universe was telling us we were all going to end up coming together and being friends, like that one big happy threesome. <laughs> 
I still remember the first thing Casey ever said to me. We were sitting in our sixth I know where this is going. Let me just give a quick defense here before people think I'm an actual lunatic. I grew up again in Russia for the most part. They did not have cool things. They did not have cool snacks. We didn't sing the national anthem or whatever, preach the national, I don't know, talk the national anthem. Oh God, Jesus! I think you the words you're looking anything. for. We just didn't have cool things. So here, take it away. Tell them the story about how I'm actually a psychopath. It's fine. We were sitting in our sixth grade classroom, and Casey turns to me, and her giant freckled face is just beaming, going, oh, "Smell these markers!" And I look over, and she has the—I don't even know what they're called—the sniffets. Are they sniffets? What are they? I don't know. And we all I, know like, that marker. We all we know, all that know marker. the marker. And I was like, yeah, weirdo. No, I don't even know. And then I also remember having to teach you how to count money. You like, you didn't understand quarters and the value, which is totally understandable. That makes sense. But the markers really threw me off. But then from that, we used to get in trouble in class all the time. Like we were, when we would walk into a classroom, the teacher would be like, Hayden and Alexis sit on opposite sides of the classroom. You are not allowed to talk to each other. We were. Yeah. I was a special type of creature. I don't know what it is. It's just like I came to the U.S. wearing pants with cat print and fur trim and uh, lime. With a jean skirt on top and and green Crocs. Crocs. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. And you had all the charms for the Crocs, too, where you could like. It was oh, like yeah. a Pandora's bracelet for Honestly, Crocs, <laughs> where you could just keep adding these. There was a lady just like asking yes. for no friends ever, basically. But I got lucky. But but we became like instant friends. You hadn't even moved to Sun Valley when you and I became. Oh, friends. that's right. I was just vacationing. Casey, there. yes, and you went to acting camp at the same place that I went to acting camp. And I remember, like, there was like an orientation circle at the beginning of the day, and. You said something about like, oh, like I'm from Russia. And I think I was standing like one or two people next to you. And all I remember saying was like, you're Russian? I'm Russian. We should be best friends. (laughs) And you spent like every single day together at acting camp. Because I feel like at the time, Hayden was still going to sleepaway camp. Because like I definitely went with you one year. But I feel like you had already gone. Oh, that's right. You went to the the baller summer camp. Yeah, I remember this. You got sh- you went to like the summer camps in California and lived your best life. Yeah. And we went together one year. That was bum. Yes, we did. We're doing this orientation circle and Casey says, like, I'm Russian. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm Russian. And we just like bonded real quick. And we spent the whole summer together hanging out, doing really dumb shit, saying really dumb shit, acting like really dumb idiots. And then you were like, okay, I'm going back to Russia now. And I was just so devastated. Like my world crumbled around me. I was like, this person can't leave. I remember we added each other on Facebook as sisters. And to this day, by the way, we're actually still sisters oh, on Facebook. Good to know. All three of us I are. We, I was just going <laughs> to say, I think I am too. <laughs> and then you show up to the first day of sixth grade and you just like come waltzing in, probably in your lime green Crocs. And you're like, guess what? I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure well, I cried. The backstory sure here is that day. I don't know if my parents are going to like this story, but we always came to Sun Valley for summer. And the night before we were all packed, ready to go, about to get on our flight because summer was over, time to go back to Russia. I got sat down by my parents and they were like, surprise, plot twist, you're not going back to Russia ever again. So here I am as like a preteen, just like, AIM messaging all of my friends in Russia, crying, basically telling them I'm never going to see them again. Had to say goodbye to like, it was pretty traumatizing if you look back on it. I couldn't say goodbye to my dog, like all that shit. My dad flew back to Russia and that was when my parents decided to tell me they were going to be separating. And that's when I started my new life. And yeah, here we are still in the U.S. But it all worked out. You have Sweet. us. Yay. Yeah. So I think it would be pretty funny if we all just did kind of like a ad hoc bios of each other. We we're talking about writing it out, but honestly, we're too lazy and we didn't. So now that we're here, might as well do some a little bit of ad hoc bio time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So great. who wants to go first? Hayden. I nominate Hayden. Step on up, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Casey in the house. Oh, where to even begin? Casey is one of a kind. She is probably one of the most creative people that I know. She designs our lovely Instagram and logos. And she's also a graphic designer in real life. And she has always been this way. I remember in middle school, she used to design, I think you designed a Google logo one time for them and they chose your artwork and I always was like this girl's gonna go into advertising one day she's extremely talented she's always been super artsy very creative super funny um probably the goofiest person in the room and very loyal she's the best at staying connected to other people she always makes an effort to reach out and also she went through a crazy phase in high school where she did a lot of dumb shit. Stay tuned <laughs> for uh, an episode in the future <laughs> where we talk about our most embarrassing moments. Let's keep that one on pause. I'm not ready. I'm okay. not ready for that okay, yet. Perfect. But you know. Well, not, right. I feel like we should stick on Casey. Alexis, want to give a your spiel? Oh, yeah. Casey is the one that you call on like a Wednesday night when you just want to cry. She's like the one that you know are gonna, is going to make you laugh. She's like a walking happy pill. Casey is also the one that you know will be there five years later if you haven't called because you're terrible at staying in touch. But you've also avoided and missed the 300 calls that she sent to you because <laughs> she is great at staying in touch. But it's like, I forgive you. No worries. I'm still here. Like, what do you mean five years? It's been like 10 seconds. Oh, man. Casey's the one you want to travel with too. She Agreed. has it planned out. Plus she's like really good photographer. So you know that all of your photos will be ready for the gram and she'll probably edit them. So they're even more beautiful and she'll create some like cool design or collage or like a video. And you just think I was just going to post a welcome to the new year, hashtag traveling, hashtag abroad post. Meanwhile, she's created like a documentary on your two-week vacation with behind the scenes and bloopers and special effects. But Casey's like good people. She's just the kind of person that you're lucky to have in your life. Agreed. I just need to say, damn, 
if you're having like a down week or a down couple months, just sit on a call with your friends and have them do this because my confidence and my boost of happiness just went up by like 110%. Wow, I feel so loved and I'm so honored. But enough about me. Let's do these little bios about Hayden. I'll take it away. Hayden. Hayden is a very special person. We have come a long way. Let me tell you, Hayden is the one I can count on always to be my sidekick in any type of experiment I'm trying to do with videos and photography. So I'm not going to reveal the name of our YouTube account from our teenage days, but let me just tell you, if you really want to go find some awesome trash, (laughs) we have really awesome videos where I decided I was a rapper and we had hip hop videos. We have videos of us driving around on the rooftop of cars and running around town in onesies. So honestly, pretty loyal friend and the fact that I can always count on her to be a part of my next video. And the reason why Hayden was always a part of my videos. Alexis, nothing against you. You just weren't physically there. You would have been a part of them too, but you weren't there. So Hayden and I have some great video memories and Hayden, she's really like developed as a character. I feel like if you were to read a book about Hayden, it'd be so interesting and such a plot twist. If you're going to look back on Hayden when she was like 12 years old and compare her to now, you'll be like, oh my God, this person has lived through like 50 years of life and has experienced everything from the ups to the downs. And she's really found herself and it's awesome to see her evolve into the woman she is today. And I'm so proud of her and all the things that she's been able to do and break through. And she's just a really great time. And right now she's kind of taking over my role as like the drinker that I used to be. And now Hayden is the one I was like three years ago. Hayden's filling in now and she's like the good time. I've kind of retired a little bit and gone into granny mode, but Hayden here, you can count on her for a good time. Yeah. Hayden's the protagonist of this story. It's like the character that starts in one way and then has manifested and grown and developed and changed and altered completely by the end. Well, I mean, we're not even like the end. We're still very much at the beginning, but yeah, that was like prequel. And then this is the current book. Your childhood was like The Hobbit, and now we're in like book one of Lord of the Rings. Like separate, but different, but still all unified under one theory. Anyways, I also feel like we should incentivize. If we reached a thousand followers on our social profiles, we will send the links to some of these videos because they are so prime. My personal favorite was when the music video for Radio Killed the, no, what was it? Radio killed the music star, TV, but we don't have that one anymore, I don't think. I think YouTube banned it Thank for copyright so issues. Wow, that's a shame because it was actually the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's weird. Hayden's the closest thing I have to a sister other than my own blood sister. <laughs> because I feel like, I mean, we've literally grown up together and we actually like shared families essentially. I would spend so much time at Hayden's house when we were kids and she would spend a lot of time with me. And like, I remember I used to call your mom, my other mother. And even after I moved to New York, like I would still call her and be like, hi, my other mother. Like, I love you, my other mother, my Idaho mom. And we've just known each other for so long and been through so many different things together. We, my first time ever traveling alone, I was with Hayden and 
I took family vacations with your parents when we were kids. We went to sleepaway camp together. Oh, we've just done so many ridiculous things, like all the stupid shit that I would do as a kid. You were there with me trying to talk me out of it. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you were my alibi, like 99% of the time. We were always together. You just like wouldn't be complicit in the shit that I would do. The two of you, side note, I have to include a story. <laughs> Freshman year of high school, I went to boarding school, by the way. And it was Thanksgiving break. I was home in Idaho. And these two wanted to sneak out to meet up with boys and drink. And I was like, ew, hell no, I don't want to do that. So they snuck out. They literally climbed out of a second story window and then propelled themselves out of the window onto the ground, met up with this boy. And Alexis's house was literally out in the middle of nowhere and no cell service. Well, I don't even know. Do we have cell phones back then? I don't know. We had flip phones, if anything. But anyway, so they go off and I am sitting in Alexis's room and it's probably 2 a.m. And I am sitting there like a mother pacing back and forth. I can hear her parents walking around and I'm like, great, we're going to get caught and it's going to be me and I'm going to have to defend them. And I don't know what I'm going to say. And I was sitting there going over every single scenario that was possibly could say where they were. I literally had a full-on plan. They come back 4 a.m. I'm sorry, we were 14. Who stays out till 4 a.m. when you're 14? And I literally am like, where have you two been? I have been up worried sick. And I was like, great, I'm a freaking mom at 14. This is fabulous. Fast forward a few months, Casey likes to boast about her outings and another parent ended up finding out about the outing. Meanwhile, my mom comes at me and goes, Hayden, did you do this? And I was like, no, mom, I'm great. I'm perfect. It was all them. Yeah, but basically that was my life. I was constantly trying to avoid peer pressure and telling them not to do things. And then all the roles reversed and me post-college. I just want to riff off of that. For some reason, in the parents' eyes, Casey was the troublemaker. Because you were the troublemaker. I need everyone to take a step back and realize that Casey just liked to have a little fun. She wanted to experiment a little bit. And now let's look at Casey now. She is. Yeah, Casey, you are responsible. She is employed. She pays her own rent. She doesn't live with her parents. Thank you to all my haters out there in my teenage days. I made it. Just like to say that we all pay our own rent. We all have jobs. I'm just saying, like, we are all responsible. The parents really thought that <laughs> I was all... going to end up like serving burgers at McDonald's or some shit and like being a stripper on the side. That's the way the parents perceived me. Hayden wasn't even allowed to get in the car with me. Well, I'm sorry. I would agree with them on that because your driving skills are <laughs> I've absolutely only had one severe car crash. And other than how many times have you well, been pulled over? The thing is, is in some wait. You said severe car crash, implying that there have been more car crashes, <laughs> less than okay, well, severe. Them, I did end up getting sued, and it was four years after the incident, and it was only because the economy was crashing and the lady that I crashed into wanted money. So let me tell you, it was a traumatizing experience. I had to plead guilty. I was in college. 
They made me fly back from Florida to Idaho. I already was pleading guilty, but they still were not pleased. And they needed me to do like a deposition. I had to go in front of someone that was typing everything I was saying. It was super traumatizing. Whatever, the lady got her money. And let me just tell you, that incident was unfortunate. But other than that, I am an excellent driver. I would say- terrifying. I literally have a support that I could bring on to the show as we speak. I could call her up and we could reenact the way we hold hands in the back of your car when you drive because we are worried it's the last time we will be alive. You know how when you drive, you're supposed to have one foot on the gas and the other (laughs) foot stays to the side. You're only supposed to use the one foot for the gas and the brake. And the other one goes on that little footrest. Casey's footrest was out her window. She would have just going to say that she would hang her leg, flip flop, flailing in the wind. (laughs) Flip flop again with hardcore rap music blasting at maximum volume out her car going like 70 in like a 25 stream definitely a 30 and a 20 okay that's cute but then you would (laughs) zip around turns like stop signs were just a suggestion i it was drifted into snowbanks on i was about to talk about drifting basis thank you for bringing that up drifting and donuts i actually consider myself to have a really good handle on automobiles i am able to drift a car better than any one of you assholes because when you grow up in Idaho and you have to drive in the snow you learn how to do a couple fishtails a couple donuts and you you learn how to pull the e-brake a couple times and to this day I am the only one volunteered out of my friends in California to drive in Tahoe snow and that's because when we are sliding, your girl knows how to make us not crash because I can do a little wiggle in the car. Y'all can't see me, but I am so traumatized by just reliving these memories that I just had to pour myself another drink. And I'm just drinking straight bourbon. So just wanted to reiterate. Can I pause y'all for a second? This is Dominique, the producer of the podcast. Basically what y'all have just described to me is that one, Y'all all hood rats at some point starting off at 14 years old Two, Casey's more gangster than I'll ever be in most rappers in life. I never heard anybody having a foot out of the window that's supposed to be where the brake pad, whatever, but a flip flop on that listening to hardcore rap. I got to ask, what was your song of choice when you were drifting skirting in Idaho? Dude, it was probably the Yin Yang Twins or some shit like Salt Shaker. Yeah, that is the most hood ratchet shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Basically, what y'all described to me is that Idaho is more gangster than Compton. Okay, I'm done talking. And the final little cherry on top, the most hood rat thing you're going to hear about Casey was that she would hide money all throughout her room. This is the most ridiculous thing about her. You would clean her room once like a year. You do like this big organization day and every crevice of her room had dollar bills (laughs) stuck and hidden in little corners. 
or wads of cash in her wallets hidden away. But this bitch paid for nothing. <laughs> if you spent money with her, she kept a running tab on that 50 cents that she spent on your ass. And she would I, not let you forget. She came. I need to quickly. I need to quickly defend myself here. I would like to say I've grown and evolved as a character and that I've I've come a long way. And I would say I have in most sense, but I can't believe you just brought this up because I'm about to cry tears. (laughs) My significant other went to our pillowcase, one of our decorative pillows yesterday. (laughs) I'm not shitting you. Yesterday, he said, I can't believe there's still money in this pillowcase. And I said, oh, I forgot about that. You know, I just like to keep myself on my toes because when a robber comes, it's not like they're going to hit the mother load. They're going to have to work for it and scatter throughout my room to find my different stashes. And to this day, I have $56 in my decorative pillowcase (laughs) as one of my secret nest eggs. It really just keeps things interesting because I forget about the money. So it's like a surprise. It's awesome. You should try it out. I want to know how much money you've forgotten about in your life. I want to know how much money you've lost. My significant other was having the same argument with me yesterday. And he's like, we went through all my secret stashes. I cannot believe the timing of this right now. It's too good. He went through and throughout my secret stashes, I've condensed them into about four stashes. He calculated how much money there is. And there's about $1,400 condensed in cash located throughout my room currently. And he kindly let me know that he said, we've been dating for almost four years now. And he said, if you put this money into investments by now, it could have doubled except for the coronavirus that kind of messed up the stock market and like everything has been down. But yeah, no, it's a problem. I need to work on it. And I'm acknowledging there is definitely a problem. But at the same time, I'm very much aware that if let's say there was a zombie apocalypse, or if I needed to get out of the city, people are going to want cash and I'm going to have it. Thank you. Mic drop. Okay. So I feel like we have to transition to oh, yes. Alexis. Alexis. What a special, <laughs> special soul. Truly. She's always been like the quirky, weird one, but I consider myself the quirky, weird one. So I'm trying to figure out like how she's different in that sense. Maybe just like more wild and like more of like the drama queen, more of like the actress. Alexis is definitely hitting all of that. She always was the one that was singing and acting. And Peyton and I were like, oh, can you please not stop? Please just stop singing and stop being me. Just so overly characterized, right? And honestly, to this day, I'm still shook that you're not in Broadway or a professional ballet dancer that also acts and like sings. You still have time. I would consider hitting that up as a a potential career because you're very talented. You definitely have that musical side to you. And in terms of our friendship, we've just connected. And I think it is because we're both so strange and odd. And I think we really reconnected when I lived in New York post-college. And I think I have some of the best stories I'm ever going to have of nights out from my time living in New York and going out with you, Alexis. And again, I think those stories are something we're going to have to tell at a later time when we hit a thousand followers as a little sneak peek. But yeah, no, Alexis is also a, a hidden talent that she should probably put on her res is she can clean a rotisserie chicken better than anyone 
I've seen. This bitch eats the bones. <laughs> Not just the chicken, the fucking bones. You look over and she's like, like chewing and gnawing on the bones. I've never seen anything like it. And it's the most amazing thing to experience. Last night, Alexis ordered wings and I got to relive my time when I watched her eat chicken. <laughs> and it was just truly, it's an experience. And just overall, Alexis, great person. She's got her good head on her shoulders. She keeps it pretty real. I like it. And she's not afraid to be her best self. I don't even know where to start. I feel like Casey did a great job of summing her up. I just constantly remember slapping you and telling you to stop singing when we were kids, not like slapping you across the face, like slapping your arm, being like, dad, and definitely dramatic in the best way possible. Not in like an absurd, catty, bitchy way, just dramatic in like a, ah, I'm singing and I am la, 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 la. like that kind of drama, not girl drama. She is the best friend. I would say she's the least dramatic in the friend way. I don't think I've ever had a dramatic fight with you ever. And I've known you since we were three. And I would say Alexis also is super deep. She and I have the most intense conversations about life and emotions and desires and feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Casey just got so uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm not afraid to get weird is what uh, Hayden's trying to say. (laughs) Neither am I. And yeah, I don't even know what you are one of a kind. I've never met anyone. I just want to iterate off of something that I think we forgot to mention. She also has like the most banging curvy body. Bod? I agree. It's just amazing. Truly. If we ever go on tour one day, make sure to check out Alexis's physique. Physique. She's got it going on. And she's not afraid to hide it. I will literally (laughs) never remember, never forget the moment where I was like, I might be gay. Because one of your boyfriends in high school was like, God, female bodies are just, they are just the epitome of life. And he was talking about you. I mean, I think he was complimenting your physique. You look confused. I remember this conversation. We were outside of your house. I don't know. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they are. You are correct. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accurate. Like, Alexis has got it going on. And she has, yeah, that's all I got to say, really. You're so sweet. I mean, besides the fact that both of you started your anecdotes by talking about how much you wanted to punch me when we were children. <laughs> <laughs> and we all wanted to punch each other at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I think what's interesting, though, about this friendship is that we've all always sort of existed as three very extreme identities. And I think we've always complemented each other in that regard, right? So we've always kind of taken on these very strong personalities when we're around each other. And that has always lent itself to really great conversation, being like super objective, being really silly and funny. And we've always been able just to like let go and get lost in whatever it is that we're doing. But what's funny is that none of us have lived in the same place other than when Casey and I lived in the same city for like eight months. But we haven't really all lived in the same place since we were in high school, like ninth grade, even before that, because Hayden moved out sooner. So when we're all together, I feel like we revert back a little bit. And suddenly I feel like we're 14 again, (laughs) even though it's been so long. There's these like 
personas that we just described about one another. And there's so much who we were and who we still are when we're around each other. But we're also completely different people in our regular day-to-day lives now because we've evolved into such opposites of who we once were and even just become like very specific in ways that we didn't at all act like when we were children especially as an effect and a symptom of the cities that we live in now but it's funny all right I feel like we should do some superlatives about one another so you can get to know us a little bit better so I think Um, with that our producer Dom you want to chime in a little bit here right correct me if I'm wrong but I'm just I'm getting that energy from you that you really want to ask some questions about who's most likely to xyz so just take it away we'll chime in and let you know who we think is and listeners out there feel free to relate comment on our next instagram letting us know who do you think you relate with the most and who's most likely to whatever the questions could possibly be so dumb yeah 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 this is dom okay most of these questions come from the men in the audience which you believe it or not they're more than emails at this time because we like to know what's going on in the bathroom so the first question from the audience is who is likely to get pregnant first Ooh, that's a good one casey oh casey joking i was gonna say alexis no it is possible alexis is on the track for an engagement soon and is definitely on track for like pumping out children let's all just agree that hayden is the last to get pregnant let's just yeah that's actually happy medium who's the least likely yes hayden okay well going off of that not that i want to get pregnant anytime soon but when i do i want to go out with a bang like i want to have triplets i think it would be awesome more chaos the better and i just want to be like that mom with lots of little babies and just really chaotic but after growing up a little bit and realizing like finances are a thing so i've trimmed it down from four kids to three and that's kind of where i'm at ideally triplets but so revised question who's most likely to have an army of children or like create their own cult out of their dna definitely casey definitely casey i'm so here for it all right okay next question who is likely to murder a person Alexis, I'd get away with it too. I know you would. That's what's scary. Is there an opportunity to tell like of an experience where you're like, oh, this bitch is going to kill somebody? Yeah. (laughs) She's just very cunning and very Mm. sneaky. She's the kind of, and you don't always know what she's So Alexis is the kind of girl that was attracted, I don't know, is still attracted, was attracted to the English majors, you know? And like English majors- like those kind of dudes, like professors and teachers and that kind of stuff. They're very like, suave and, suave and like they use big words and shit and they talk about big books and stuff. So I feel like it kind of goes off of that. And Alexis kind of does that too. So maybe it's kind of like the perfect match for a murder. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Do you want to defend yourself, Alexis? <laughs> no, I was top of my class in forensics in both high school and college. So I'm pretty good with that answer. Also, my literary crush is Sherlock Holmes and I would love to be Irene Adler. So I'm still good with that. All right, next question. Who is likely to be famous? Casey. Probably Alex. Oh. I know that I would be like the default just because of my background in performing arts, but 
Casey is the kind of person who's tenacious enough to actually go for it. If she commits to something, she'll execute on it. And she's so funny. Like for a while she had this blog and she was making YouTube videos and she was doing all these like quirky little fun things and doing photo shoots. And it was getting pretty big. And it just wouldn't surprise me if at some point she managed to be an influencer of sorts and get famous in that regard because she's funny. And I think people would just enjoy watching So I took a pause from that stuff. And it was kind of like, again, the universe was like, hold on a second. You've got something else that's about to happen. And boom, I need a PD podcast happened. So now all of my energy and efforts are going towards making sure that us as a group are just as successful so we can all share the love. Oh, cute. <laughs> all right. Next question. Who is likely to get involved in a threesome? That's precious. Alexis? Or Hayden. It's kind of like maybe both of them on the same night, but with different people. And I'm going to bring Hayden. Hear my response. I'm going to bring Hayden to a couple parties that I know about in Manhattan and Brooklyn and places that I'm not allowed to disclose. Oh, just say been there. My God, I am traumatized. We knew you would be. Actually, Hayden and I had a conversation the other night where I felt like I needed to disclose some feelings that I was having. We were just having like a very blunt. You know, when you just need to call upon your girl and be like, I just got to get this shit off my chest and I have no one to talk to about this. And in the middle of the conversation, I was like, I wanted to call Casey. I just feel like she gets squirmy when I bring this kind of shit up and she just can't have a serious conversation. Like if I started saying, oh, I want to talk about tits and I wonder what that would feel like. I don't know. If I just said anything, your face always just gets like this upside down frown. You just go, ah. I don't know if you can like visualize that face, just this, ah, and yeah, so I don't know, whatever, but yeah, Hayden and I get into some weird shit. Not together, because we're on opposite coasts, but. All right, next question. Who is likely to get a boob job? Alexis, 100%. Yeah, she already has very large breasts, but I was going to say it would be like a reduction in force. Or like a nice lift. (laughs) Yes. I've already planned because, on having a lift after I have babies, so. Also, another thing that Alexis and Casey have in common is that they both have big boobs, and I'm over here at an eight. No, no, no. My boobs are like a very natural coconut. They're very we round. We a nude spa together, so we all know what each other's boobs a very, like. Oh my gosh. Actually, let's talk about that really quick. I think that was a pivotal moment in our friendship. So here we are growing up. We already just told you, hated hugging people, hated changing in front of people. Casey was not far behind. I also felt that way. I did not like people seeing me naked to this day, actually. I just am very weird about it. And then there's Alexis, who's just like, anyone can look at her naked and she's proud and like a beautiful sculpture. And it's like a work of art, honestly. So like makes sense. And then we all reunited as adults in San Francisco and decided it was a great idea to go to a nude spa. And we didn't really realize we're at the at the time we're like, this is a good idea. And then we got there and they're like, okay, like your clothes off and we were like oh shit this is actually it's like really nude it's not like optional nude it's like nude nude so I don't know whose idea was it I think it might have been Alexis's idea she's like okay guys we're all standing in the changing room we all had our towels on she's like all right guys we just need to stand in a circle and on the count of three everyone drop their towels and we were like (laughs) okay so we're all standing in a circle it's a very spiritual moment honestly we're standing there just like naked and afraid I remember there was like a Himalayan Cat salt out. room. And at one point, like oh, the three of us. Oh, there was also a clay room that you could we go in and like play in these balls of clay. 
And you were supposed to put on these like fabric shorts, but we didn't get the memo. So we all went in and it's like being in a big ball pen because like the balls are just like rolling around. And so we're crawling through, uh, literally imagine an adult trying to crawl through like a children's The ball pens were very small and like they were shoved into my butt crack. Like, And we are all laying on this clay ball pen type floor meditating and then these people come in and they're wearing the shorts and I remember we all just kind of covered ourselves because we realized that we were not supposed to be naked in this one every room. other room and I think we awkwardly crawled out just us in the air yeah it's a good moment in our friendship I would say <laughs> Yeah. Where were we going with that one? Dom, what was the next question? Yeah. Next question. The final question is, who is likely to play for the U.S. women's soccer team? Hayden. She's going to find a way to sneak herself onto the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's gonna call yeah. she's gonna audition and she's gonna be like oh i can't make it to audition the- shut up <laughs> she's gonna try out <laughs> and she's gonna say like oh i can't show up to actual tryouts so you're just gonna have to accept me on this tape and she's just gonna make a compilation of all of these other people playing soccer i'm so good you just have to accept me onto the team right away and she's gonna stroll in and all she's gonna do is she's gonna just look at every player and be like I'm going to touch your butt. Oh, actually, there's one final question that just came in. This is a really, really deep one. Who is likely to die first? God. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, my God. That is Ooh. so depressing. Oh, I have God. a very big fear of death. Well, it could be due to alcohol or partying or being wild or doing crazy shit. Hi. Not like that wild. Sure. Maybe what is that the most likely out. death for each of us? Yes. I, no I would idea. say my most likely death is riding some sort of extravagant animal in an international country, mm-hmm, falling mm-hmm. off the animal and getting trampled or something crazy. I probably literally just had your TikTok in my head of you running away from your problems. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I feel like I'll probably die having sex. Oh, nice. Like that's how I want to go. I want to go at just like pinnacle, like. Oh, face moment, and then boom, heart attack, dead. Sweet. Ooh, yeah, man. I feel like mine will be trying to summit Mount Everest or something. Like, I'll just be old and I'll be like, this was on my bucket list. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to try and fail miserably because I won't <laughs> prepare and I'll just give it a shot. Awesome. Cool. Well, I think we are probably at time as much as I can keep talking to you guys all night. I'm sure our listeners don't think we're that cool quite yet. So they probably are a little tapped out. I don't know. Just saying. And yeah, Alexis, what do you got to say? Two quick more things. The last question that I want to ask, just piggybacking off of who would die first and how we would die. If you died, what would be on your tombstone? Not like loving mother, whatever. If somebody had to sum you up in a sentence and put it on your tombstone, what would it be? Ooh, ooh. Could I say what the tombstones would be yes, for each please. one of you guys? It looks like you have a tombstone title, Alexis. She's so, so disappointed. Yeah, she's so disappointed. I'll do Casey's and Hayden's. I'm just kind of high. And then I'll let you do yours. No, I'll just tell you what it was. Okay, go ahead. Then if you want to come up with one funnier, you totally can. It's always, everyone just says like, if there was something on my tombstone, it would be, I want something crunchy or like, get me something crunchy. But you should come up with a different one. Okay, let's start with Casey. Ride till I die with my foot outside, bitches. Okay, 
that's hers. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. That is so perfect. <laughs> Good one. Okay, here we go. This is Hayden's. Hi, I'm Lit Lisa, and I love the U.S. women's soccer team. Boom, that's it. That's hers. I know it doesn't sound Go, go, go. All right. Cue Megan Rapino. Alexis. You're so complex. Complex, sexual, and ready to go. <laughs> don't put a condom on it. <laughs> Y'all don't know I'm a classy lady. I wear like pencil skirts and designer heels. I'm a fancy ass bitch. I do. I wear a lot yeah, of that's classy. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck on yours. So many men have said that. To me. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's it. That's the title. That's the tombstone. I'm stuck on it. So many men. Perfect. So okay. for all the men out there, you know, Alexis. I think now <laughs> we actually are kind of at time. Again, very sad, but we do want to give you a little sneak peek for our next episode to get you kind of enticed for what's coming next. So our next episode, we are going to be talking about our work from home experience, specifically on Zoom calls. Feel free to message us with any experiences you've had. And I think we've been in the bathroom for a while. I don't know. We didn't really say we were in the bathroom earlier, but you get the idea. I need to pee. Do you need to pee? Do you need to pee? Do you come with us? Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn, ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn, tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. This year, love looks a little different. We're still gathering. We're just doing it virtually. And we're still connecting. We're just doing it safely. So whether it's lighting candles over FaceTime, family dinner through Zoom, or opening gifts virtually, traditions can keep us close, even when we can't be together. Stay safe. Stay connected. Think big and plan small this holiday season. Let's save lives, Columbus.